There's so many pairs of cat sunglasses here that are really just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in essence. We only the same wear pair. cat eyes in this household. <laughs> we are a cat household. This is a cat household. We're gonna need to turn some lights on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I put on one section, but lights are getting in one. Ta da! Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I've just learned to say okay to things at this point. I'm offended at your offense for my <laughs> want to be in the dark. <laughs> I'm not a vampire anymore. Prove it. <laughs> Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you pull this to me. Pull this to me. Wow. Uh, the place we went was really great, but we're all 100% sure that the waitress hated us. <laughs> Why is that? Because she brought her brought my sandwich over. Just threw it. No. Because <laughs> your fucking sandwich. sandwich. She brought my sandwich over, and then I was like, "Oh, it's egg sandwich. I want hot sauce." And I pulled the, the hot sauce that they had like in the middle thing, and like. And I dumped everyone. It was empty. Oh. So I was like, "Oh, okay. Let me just grab one from the table behind us." Yeah. And then after I had done that, she came over, and she was like, "Had like a hot sauce," and she's like, "Oh, where'd you get that one from?" And I was like, "The table behind." She was like, "Okay." Okay, that's not an issue. <laughs> she just seemed really scary. Where was it that you went? Uh, in Fishtown. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't seem necessary. Hey, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> we're at Sophie G's house. Hello. <laughs> and we're off to the races, folks. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, hey, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick. We've got Sophie G here. Hi. <laughs> No one can see you, Sophie. I know. <laughs> no one can see you, Squee. I pose for the picture anyway. Uh, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. Is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to what? Us. <laughs> Gay shit. Books about the LGBT community. Uh, and uh, we're your hosts. I'm like brain dead right now. I apologize, everyone. This week we were talking about Adam Silvera's Infinity Son. His son? <laughs> yeah. We're talking about his son. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I don't think... It, I wonder if Adam has cats. Then I'd be like, oh yeah, son, or like daughter, depending on the cat, but whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> I would just like to preface this, I didn't cry reading this book. Wow! Every Adam Silvera book I have read, I have sobbed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Have you read any of his other books? Um, other than uh, What If It's Us? No, I haven't. Okay. I've only read What If It's Us. Yeah, all the other, like What If It's Us was like cheer, like wildly cheerful. Wildly, like inappropriately cheerful. <laughs> I mean, there is a flash mob that happens. For yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I that was this is literally the first book that I've read by Adam Silvera where I wasn't like dr- dramatically sobbing and like rolling around afterwards. Well, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's but, more. But wait, there's more. Um, 
Sophie, what do you do? You have something you want to start off with? I literally have one handwritten note, and we'll get to that after I read the back of the book. I guess. Okay. Do we want to do that? Yeah, read the back of the book, okay. and then we'll start talking about things. This is why I need lights on so I can read things. Uh, it's I can't dark. Put the top light on. <laughs> I like mood lighting. No, there we go. Okay, well, do you like this kind of food lighting? <laughs> like a fucking grandpa at a restaurant pulling out your flashlight or your well, phone to you read have, the menu. You have, like, little light, like, little Christmas lights up. And you're like, okay, now read the whole book now sleeve. read the book to me. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm wearing glasses. I'm blind-ish. I have astigmatism. <laughs> Um, okay, so, ever since they were young, brothers Emil and Brighton have idolized the Spellwalkers, a vigilante group sworn to protect the world from specters. While Spellwalkers and other Celestials were born with supernatural powers, spectral... I almost got there. Are you reading me? Are you videoing me do this? No, I'm trying to take a picture of you, (laughs) but also, like, my phone is too good, so it looks like there's better lighting in this room than there is. Just turn it down. Turn the lighting down. I don't know how. Um, you you click the screen, and then uh, there will be a little sunshine thing that mm-hmm. pops up, and you drag it down. <gasps> yeah. Um, wow. Where was I? Uh, well, the spellwalkers and other celestials were born with supernatural powers. Spectres take them, violently stealing the essence of endangered magical creatures. A gang of specters is growing bolder by the day, and the fear they sow is making it harder for anyone with powers to live peacefully and openly in the world. Shortly after their 18th birthday, Emil and Brighton are attacked by a specter, and in trying to defend his brother, Emil manifests a power that shouldn't be possible, Phoenix Fire, a power that only a specter should have. Sorry, a power that only a specter could have. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Convinced that he is the key to finally ending the war, the Spellwalkers want Emil to join their ranks, and they're willing to take Brighton, too, if that's Emil's condition. For Brighton, even if he's powerless, the chance to fight specters with this heroes is a with his heroes is a dream come true. For Emil, the constant fighting and the painful new power is a waking nightmare. Much as they hate to admit it, the brothers are faced with an undeniable fact. One of them has what it takes to be a hero, but it's not the one who desperately wants it. Balancing epic and intensely personal stakes, best-selling author Adam Silvera's Infinity Sun is a gritty, fast-paced adventure about a magical war of generations in the making. Brotherhood, love, and loyalty will be put to the test, and no one will escape the fight unscathed. Do you, do you agree? Wow. I think, <laughs> yeah, that's a really long description. I think everyone was scathed. <laughs> um, you think everyone was scathed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was, like, a really detailed description. Yeah, which that is... That was, like, here's the book. Which is Get funny, into it. Because it's... I guess... This is his first, quote-unquote, sci-fi book. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like... Fantasy. Um, I don't... Yeah, like... I feel like that's not right, because, um... They both die at the end. That's, like, a... A fan, like a fantasy book. Okay. And so is more happy than not. In my opinion, they're like more. They're not like they like magical realism. It's kind of like and more happy than not. There's this uh, this place. These scientists have figured out how to get rid of memory. So like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, almost. Okay. And this kid uh, falls in love with another boy, and then has it like wiped from his memory because it's so painful. 
Uh-huh. And, like, all the kids around him, like, remember all this stuff, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize that he's already had it done. So when he goes to get it done, like, he wants to get it done again. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, I guess spoilers for that book. Oops. Uh. That's just happened on the episode of Once Upon a Time that I watched. (laughs) No, exactly. That's the thing. It's, like, like, he wants to get his mind wiped. Right. And that's, like, a thing that's possible in that universe. Right. And they all kind of take place in New York, which I love. Sure. Uh, Because that's where Adam's from. And it's just very, like, interesting that, like, that's not considered like a sci-fi book because it's because it's not like I guess magical enough well it's not in the future maybe I don't know yeah I would consider that sci-fi yeah because this is like science fiction fantasy but I would I would consider this fantasy yeah more fantasy but like I guess maybe the other ones are more like science fiction not fantasy Mm mm-hmm but, like, in um, They Both Die at the End, in that universe, you get a phone call, that, like, within, like, the day that you're going to die, whether it's two minutes from now or, like, 24 hours, like, a full day, mm-hmm. you get a phone call and you can't avoid death. There's no way around it. <gasps> it's like, hey, guess what? You're going to die. So, like, live whatever you have left to the fullest of the ability that you have. And, like, that book was a fucking ride. And so was More Happy Than Not. So was History Is All You Left Me. Like, his books are sad. And I love them. Like, if I know, if, and it's funny, I didn't know that when I picked up History is All You Left Me. Mm-hmm. I misread the book sleeve and I thought it was like a, a funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it wasn't. It wasn't. Joke's on you. Yeah, truly. Pranked. Yeah, truly, uh, yoke is on me. Not even joke, it's like yoke right on my face. Um, and I started reading, I was like, wait, this is like very sad. Mm. But, like, that's kind of what made me love it. Okay. Because I hadn't read anything else that was, like, to the point... Like, I cry a lot when I read books because, like, they're so emotional. And, like, I really get into, like, the character's, like, you know, feels, if you will. Okay. But, like, his books are more, like, life and death, really, Mm -hmm. versus, like, someone's coming out story. Because sometimes it's intertwined with the coming out story. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's characters already exist as being queer. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of his books, the characters just happen. Like, they exist already as queer people who know that. Yeah. So, like, in this book, like, you know, the one character, and I was afraid as I'm I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, no. This is about straight people. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we can't read this. No. They're straight. They're no. all and I'm straight. Like, I'm like, I was about to Google it. I went on, there's like an LGBT reads website and I went on that and it was on there. So I was like, okay, I guess, I guess. Was that me or you? I think that was you. Oh. Um, I went on the website and it was on there. So I was like, uh, I guess this is it. But um, it is queer. It is a queer story. So. We're saved. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. Adam Severo also, too, said that he, I think on Twitter he said this, like, maybe a year or two ago, that he only wanted to start supporting, like, doing blurbs or, like, supporting more queer books. hmm Because that's, that's kind of, that's what he writes for. Like, he writes a lot of, all of the books that he's written have been queer right. from the get-go. Right. Um, and they're all about people of color as, like, the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like, reigns true in this as well in, in Infinity Sun. Because mm-hmm. the, the majority of everyone that is, like, spoken about 
that like Emil is like intertwined with. They're mostly people of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Adam Silvera does that extremely well. And I like that it's a you know, an author like using his power to represent people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he writes very realistically queer people as well. It's mm-hmm. not it doesn't seem like Oh, by the way, <laughs> it's not the, you know, Kiki Palmer going, oh, girl. Like, it's not like, have you seen that? No. It's called, like, um, Mirror Confessions or something. Uh-huh. Where it's, like, she, she, like, walks in the room. She's like, girl, I saw you last night being a total slut. Like, and Kiki Palmer's, like, comical voice, uh-huh. like, it just, like, adds to it. I'm not doing it justice. Uh-huh. But, like, I looked at it, and it's, like, I guess, like, mirror confessionals. So it's, like, you're saying it to yourself. And I didn't know that at first. Uh-huh. But it's, they're very funny. It's not like that, where uh-huh. it's, like, oh, girl, I saw you last night. Macking on the man, even though you know he's with somebody else. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's very that. But, um, no, I, Adam Silvera's, like, work has, like, affected me emotionally so well uh-huh. that I was walking into this expecting to be, like... Upset. Stabbed multiple times. <laughs> because I feel like you... His Twitter uh, thing used to be uh, making you cry since 2015. Aw. And I'm like, yeah, you have. You, you truly have, my friend. Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. I'm sorry. I've been talking a lot about crying. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> Who is she? She doesn't live here, that's for she sure. She doesn't live here. Um, so what it... That's the one thing I wanted to say. Um, the only note that I have written down <laughs> was a quote. I started using the sticky notes again. Yes! But on page 17... Uh, <laughs> right? On page 17, someone says, heroes shouldn't have a body count. Oh. And I was like, oh, I like that... Captain America. Yeah, exactly. Like, certain heroes, like, let's say, like, Batman doesn't typically kill people. No, he don't. That's his, like, thing. Unless it's a Tim Burton movie, then he's just fucking knocking people out left yeah. and right. <laughs> Truly. Just shooting I mean, criminals. when your nipples are that hard in a bat suit, you might want to start killing people to relieve some pressure. Maybe that's why they were so rock solid. <laughs> the guilt? <laughs> yeah, the guilt. <laughs> that's his kink. Oh, no. Yeah, this is, we should just throw away the whole podcast after me saying that. Whoops, bye. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna glue that cowlick down that you got going on? <laughs> Shut up, I love my hair right now. <laughs> it's been doing this for it's the It's sticking last, straight it's out. Been doing this for the last four days. I don't know what to do about it. It won't stop. I've showered, I've used gel, it is out of control. You've washed your hair? I've washed my hair and it's <laughs> dried this way. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Oh my god. I'm the main character. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> Fuck off, Janet. Um, yeah, so what What are your notes? I see you have a notebook of things. Wow, it's, it's no joke. <laughs> she ain't kidding around. No, no kidding. Did we peek the mic yet? Yeah, at least once. <laughs> Just once. My first note is that the book starts off with a Leo Bardugo quote, which is that one book series that I keep talking about that's, like, really good high fantasy but isn't gay enough. Gay enough? There's, like, two queer background characters. Ah, okay. But, like, Mm -hmm. the main cast is mostly straight people, so I, like, can't justify making you read six books to talk about on the podcast. Also, the first three books are, like, whatever. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's the episode. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. Most of my notes are like characters' names and like what certain words are because there was a lot of that happening. It was very like, this is a fantasy book. So like it's, there's a lot of like 
proper nouns that describe things. And I was having trouble keeping track of some of it. Okay. <laughs> what are some of the, what did you, what you got written down there? Since? Well, I wrote down celestials uh-huh. and then specters and then spell walkers. And then mm-hmm. there was like a thing at the end that was happening. What's the other thing? What is the other name that they were calling things? There was a lot of names for things. The ghosts? No, the like bad guys. Bloodcasters. Yeah. 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 It was just a lot. It was it was just like a Blood lot casters of Bloodcasters is is another name for specters, I guess, because specters get their powers from stealing oh. from animals. So like Right. And technically the bloodcasters are that are like that, right? If what I remember from what I read. And then celestials get their are like powers naturally. Like yeah. They're inherited. They okay. their eyes go dark and it looks like shooting stars. They become little cosmos in their eyeballs. Mm-hmm. They become everyone's good OC. Truly. Yeah, there's a lot of like little little details about each celestial too in terms of like what their eyes look like when they shift when mm-hmm. they're using their powers. Um I forgot what atlases were. But, like, every person has a different one. Mm-hmm. Did you catch the name reference for one of the characters being named after a uh, Charmed character? Who? Did you watch Charmed? Yeah. Prue. Oh. Uh-huh. Prudentia. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They call her Prue for short. Which, right. And, and at the back of the book, I guess you don't have this. I don't have a book. Um, because you did the audiobook. Um, he says that he was, like, inspired by, like, he wouldn't have been able to do this if he didn't have like harry potter the like the charmed ones uh-huh. this is the that um uh-huh. i i really feel strange about people who are still like yeah i mean obviously this book was printed beforehand but like yeah harry potter made me do this yeah it's like yikes that's just my opinion um i have a really hard time separating the artist from the art mm-hmm. so like i have to consistently go through like my playlist and get rid of like kanye west trash yeah um and like azalea no, banks but as well <laughs> never listened to her she's so good so dumb at the same I've time i've only my only experience with her is like all the dumb shit she says so i exactly. like didn't even get started but um i feel like you can't people who are like contemporary authors who are writing now who grew up when we did and like a little bit beforehand mm-hmm. if you are at all like writing fantasy novels you can't remove yourself from like the Harry Potter universe at all. No, because, because it, it was literally so... changed the landscape of young adult books. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And that's the issue. Like there are so many it's brought up so often that it it like kind of sucks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um but like as a kid I loved Harry Potter because like the description of Harry Potter looked like me. So I was like, oh that's me. Mm-hmm. You know, boy with a terrible bowl cut. But, cute. Yeah. <laughs> cute! Cute! Okay, well, without Harry Potter, we probably wouldn't have had Twilight. And without Twilight, we wouldn't have had Fifty Shades of Grey. And without and- <laughs> that, we wouldn't have Ryan Lasala reading them both to filth. <laughs> and um, then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so- no, it's just, I, I completely respect the authors that are like, well, I mean, realistically, like, this is what inspired me. I, I totally understand it. Yeah. It just stinks that we haven't had anything else like that before. Well, I think it's all, I mean, you could say the same thing about, like, any, like, fantasy author or, like, science fiction, like, horror author who've had felt inspired to write things because of H.P. Lovecraft, who is, like, a piece of trash. Oh, my God, yeah. 
but created like such an expanse and like fantasy world that is still being like utilized in like multimedia yeah and like is the reason that we have like horror fiction the way that we do that movie that um just came out with Kristen bell not Kristen bell Kristen Stewart, um, where she's uh, like in the hot ocean. lesbian in a submarine. Yeah, hot lesbian in a submarine. That's the fucking Cthulhu monsters in that. Is is that really? Yeah, I want to see that. So like, I just want to see Kristen Stewart running around in a tank top, being sweaty. Yeah, I mean, you could have seen Charlie's Angels. But I did. How Are was you it? Kidding me? I wanted to see it, and it, was it wasn't in good. theaters yet. I thought it had come out already. Oh no! It like when by the time we went, there was only like two show times, and it was like two weeks after it came out. Like it didn't do very well in theaters. It was great. People suck, and they don't like when women are in action movies. It was very fun romp, and it like was really good and had a bunch of, like, tributes to, like, the original series as well as, like, the really bad early 2000s movies. It would have been really cool if the (sighs) Charlie's Angels were in it, like, the older ones. There was, like, some bonus... There was, like, after credit stuff at the end that had some of them. That was cute. It should have been in a movie, not bonus stuff. Yeah, well... (laughs) Back to the book, though, because I derailed us by feeling... What, we talking about books on this podcast? Yeah, I I just feel like I feel weird now about liking Harry Potter so much because I I do like the books and I feel like guilty about it sometimes Mm -hmm. because the author is such a garbage human trash yeah yeah um I feel like I've had this brought this up a lot but I just like don't obviously don't Mm -hmm. like JK Rowling but also am like so attached to the fandom and the universe that the fans created that it's like like, a separate entity to me especially because Adam has spoken about, like, liking this the Harry Potter book so much, and obviously mm-hmm. enough to, like, put it in his first, like, fantasy novel. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here without Harry Potter and, like, the Charmed Ones and, like, mm-hmm. this, this, and that. Um, so, like, there's that, and I yeah. completely agree with that aspect because, like, the world of Harry Potter itself is amazing. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, the world of H.P. Lovecraft that was created. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, that's, like, amazing groundwork, and it inspires people to do amazing fantasy work. Right. But I'll stop talking about J.K. Rowling. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should we talk about the book? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about the book, I guess, that's fine. Um, Adam Silvera's going to put a hit out on me. No. I'd be fine with that. I mean, I don't have that many notes mm-hmm. because I kind of was just like listening to the story unfold. And I feel like we hit a point in the story where like, I don't want to talk about stuff because there's like a lot of things that happen midway through the book that oh, are like, yeah. here's all the twists. Here's a bunch of shit. Um, there are twists in like the last like 10 chapters, I want to say that I was like, oh God, fucking damn it. Okay. But I will say that like from the... <laughs> From and oh, so this okay. This book is very much like the first book in a series. Oh, a hundred percent. Because it has like a lot of groundwork. It builds. It creates mm-hmm. like introduces a lot of stuff, which I think is why I like was right trying to write down like a bunch of like all the things because yeah. it's definitely like not to fucking bring up Harry Potter again. But when you first read Harry Potter and you're like, oh, like Muggle and like all these different like words that she's just throwing at you. By the time you're in the fourth book, you're like, yeah, I got this shit down. Yeah. Whatever. 
Um, the same for, like, the Leah Bardugo books. Like, there's, like, a lot of stuff that lays the groundwork for things. Mm-hmm. Like, how they... Different characters, like, their rankings and, like, how different, like, um, mm-hmm. magic is used and stuff. Well, that's, like, the Skybound <laughs> Saga, too, by Alex London. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of... Especially, like, aviary terms, because it's about, you know, magical birds, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people that tamed them. There's a lot of groundwork building. And that's, like, when you've played, like, the first Legend of Zelda game. You know, it's in a specific land, mm-hmm. and then if you look at it now, it's still specifically in that land, and it still goes back to that. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of the things in, say, like, Breath of the Wild are, like, callbacks to X, Y, and Z. Right. If you haven't played them, you might not, like, get them. Like, I right. missed a Like, I had to look up a lot of things. Yeah. Um. So, just, like, you know, if you start with book four of any like fantasy you're yeah, not gonna know gonna what's be, going on you're gonna yeah. be fucking confused i read the second twilight book first so i was like what is happening <laughs> and compared to the like and then I, when i read the first book i was uh-huh. like this is so fucking slow <laughs> because i read the second one first you ding dong yeah well that's the one i was given oh that's stupid yeah i made my dad go out and get the other ones good boy yeah um anyway I don't know. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of that is just... A lot of this book is, like, building stuff up and things. Mm-hmm. But there are, like, some things that I'm, like... Like, it didn't ha- it didn't happen in this book. Mm-hmm. But, like, the by the midpoint of the beginning of the book, I was, like... Oh, this is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is gonna happen. Like, as, as soon as Emil gets his powers... Yeah. I was, like, Brighton's gonna be a supervillain. A hundred percent. I have, I've, like, from the first, from, like, the first chapter, I got super villain vibes from him. I don't know what's going on, and I won't say that that's what happens, like, the end, yeah. because it's very much, like, a, and what's going to happen next, like, situation at the end. Mm. It doesn't, like, the book doesn't really tie up anything. It kind of leaves you in the middle of action. Oh, and I think Adam said he, like, this was like sold as like a one book mm-hmm. how is that possible i don't know because there's no way in hell that this is one book well, unless I, he I like could be wrote... very wrong about that but it doesn't well it's possible that it was maybe originally sold as one book and then when there was a possibility of more books mm-hmm. he like extended the story and flushed it out more so that it could extend to multiple books because yeah, this feels it like it, it doesn't say one like there's nothing on here yeah that alludes to like one, two, like none of that. Yeah. But I, I think he, he, I believe he, because if you want to like get to know an author, go to their Twitter. Adam is like very, like he posts on it. He's mm-hmm. very, I think he's very upfront with things. He does say like, hey, like I have limits to certain stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I res- I've learned a lot about him through his Twitter. I guess it's like weird to say, mm-hmm. but like I feel like he like talks a lot on there, and mm-hmm. he's spoken a lot about before this was even announced. Mm-hmm. He was talking about this book, and I, I think recently he posted that it was sold as like a one. They weren't sure if they're doing more, mm-hmm. but like, they have to. Yeah. I feel like this is the first book that we've covered and I've read in a while that mm-hmm. I had like a bunch of hype before I even read the book that wasn't a sequel to something. Yeah. Like Wayward Son, I was like, we were super excited for it because we had read Carry On and like yeah. we knew that like it was happening. But this is like the first book that's like, this is the first in a thing probably that like has been like getting a lot of like hype before it came out. Oh yeah. Cause like, that, I mean, and that's just like me because I don't necessarily like follow mm-hmm. 
too much of like outside of like looking at things that are going to be published in the next couple of months. Yeah. I will, will keep track of that and like read articles about that. But like this one, I feel like we've been like waiting to read this for like a year. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like, you know, I feel like we saw the cover. Yeah. Forever ago. And it's beautiful. It was like, a couple months ago, I think it was released. Like, look yeah. at this in person. Yeah, actually. Like, stunning. It's cute. It's really good. And you know, it's funny, when I was holding it, the only thing is it slides a lot. Mm-hmm. Which isn't, like, that's because I don't, I I like to take book covers off of books, but I tend to lose them. Right. So and I've been carrying that around in my, my briefcase. <laughs> so I don't, I didn't want it to get messed up. Mm-hmm. So I kept the book cover on it to, like, protect it, as you're supposed to, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. And it's, this is, like, stunning. Like, this yeah. is beautiful. It's pretty. We don't normally talk about, like, I guess, like, the whole shebang of the book. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't taken the book cover off. Ooh. So let's see what she looks like. Is there like. any art in the book? Is it red? I don't think it's, uh, there's any art in the book. It's red. Ooh. Oh, it's this like is burgundy. really pretty. Oh, my God. <laughs> How have I not taken this off yet? <laughs> I normally do. <laughs> I normally do, which is so weird. But on uh, Emile and Brighton, yeah, I didn't like him at, immediately. Who? Uh, Brighton. Oh yeah. Also, I work next. I work next to a store called Brighton, <laughs> and I don't. Is it next to Troll Beats? <laughs> no, I wish. Um, and it's a store that sells purses. Ew. And when I worked at Coach, we would look into it all day because uh-huh. it's the thing in front of the store. And I would just be like, oh my god, fucking Brighton. And they just open and close whenever they want. If it, like, one drop of snow, like, hits the ground, they're closed. Ooh. Yeah. And they uh, they don't do the extended mall hours during holiday, so they just get to close. (gasps) Yeah. As a mall employee, I'm like... Wow, not overworking their employees during the holidays. Iconic. How dare. (laughs) Truly. If I have to, you have to. I'm taking you down with me. Um, But no... uh, the, immediately, they're built, like, as, like, and as, as you read it, the first couple of chapters, um, Emile's going to community college because I think he's thinking also of, like, well, my father just died. I can't really, and that's not a spoiler that happened. You know that as you go into the book. Yeah. Because uh, it ha- it's, you're, it's explained right at the beginning of the book. It's something that's happened in the past when the book starts. Yeah. And uh, he's going to community college. I think... Also to keep his eye on his mom, but to stay at home, but to save money for the family. And his brother is like an an artist, a YouTube artist. So like he's a content creator is the word I'm looking for. I like wouldn't be surprised if he had like a prank channel. Yeah, like, like honestly, he'd be he would be in what the ten house or whatever. He would be he'd be on one of those TNT. guys. Yeah, no, he's like to- he's like absolutely on TikTok. He's part of the like clout house or whatever the fucking new team ten yes. TikTok is, whatever yes. they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, he just had chaotic like bad YouTuber energy. Yeah, and also like starting off and having like a more like quiet like mild manner sibling who like clearly just like doesn't care well doesn't not doesn't not doesn't care but isn't as interested in celestials and all of this like thing that's happening in their universe he's like okay they're people right and then you have another sibling who's obsessed with it and is constantly trying to document it and like put him like put his life in danger and other people's lives in danger to try to like be there when there's fighting Mm -hmm. i was like so clearly emile's gonna get powers because he doesn't care yeah and then brighton's gonna get really fucking mad and he's gonna become a super villain 
I hope it's not. Call, what, I'm calling it now. Yeah, I hope like it's not three, what happened. Like three books from now, he's gonna be a fucking super villain. Yeah, probably. I swear to God. But that, that's the thing. It's like, obviously, we needed both of them because Emil is part of Brian. Brian is part of Emil. You know, like it pushes both right. of them push their own stories forward, including like the other person. Mm-hmm. But like, I would have loved to have more of Prue in there. Like, get to know yeah. her more. She seems like a really cool person, so I'm like interested. Right. Uh, like. If there's a book, too, like, how that's going to be, like, her story. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I just felt like immediately I didn't like uh, Brighton because he's a clout chaser. Yeah. And, that like, he gets mad when other people who are, like, filming the same things mm-hmm. get more views than him. And it's, like, he is immediately kind of like a brat. Yeah. And it's just, like... He has chaotic YouTuber energy. No, exactly. And, like, I get it. That's fine. Like, we, we're content creators, if you think about it in a specific way. Sure. But, like, we... And we use other people's work to, t- like, to talk about things. But it's, like, not... Like, if someone were to review this book, which I'm sure they have, mm-hmm. because it's an Adam Silvera book, first of all. But also, it's, like, any, any book, I'm not going to sit there and be, like oh, wow. Like, I'm not going to get pissed about it. And mm-hmm. that's, like, how he was acting. Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, wow, this is kind of gross. And, like, he's, like, talking about, like, oh, it's my last week here. Like, maybe me and Prue will finally, like, bang. And I'm, like, stop. That's your friend. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, like, is that your friend or you, is that your, like, you just want to bang her? Bad energy. Yeah. Super, bad. Chaotic bad. Super villain energy. <laughs> But, like, and then there's, you know, Emil. He's, like, soft boy. And, you well, know, doesn't like his bod- body being exposed. And, like, you know, wears oversized shirts. And is just, like, soft. And just want to hug him. No, exactly. And, of course, he's the one that... Snoogle him. Yeah. It's like, up. Oh, guess what? The unlikely hero. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> at the same time, even if it was switched, if Brighton was the one that got the power... Okay, but I, I feel like that would have been interesting. Because, mm-hmm. and I did enjoy the book, but okay. I'm here. <laughs> oh, I know. I this is my role of the podcast is to critique things. You yeah. you're capable of it because you love everyone too much because you're too nice. Um, okay, Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the like unexpected like softer, quieter character becoming the like chosen one. I feel like is very expected. Mm-hmm. Like I could. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, characters. Yeah, I'm going to need for you to, like, pull up a book now. <laughs> you're like, it's so expected. And then you're like, Ooh. but I can't think of a book off the top of my head. Well, I, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of things that are the main character when you have something like this, mm-hmm. where it's, the like, the chosen one yeah. kind of scenario. The character tends to be someone who wants to be, like, a little bit quieter. Harry and Potter. Harry Potter. Um, the main character in the Grishaverse, she's like, I'm just like a normal kid. Like, I'm just like some random orphan. I'm I just want to cool. be a normal person. Yeah. And then she ends up being like a god almost basically. Like she, it's a whole thing. I anyway. think that's maybe, um, <clears throat> we, we would, re- we relate more as like normal people to uh-huh. someone who is like a quiet, reser- like, I don't want to say reserved because that makes them sound like they're a Republican, but like, <laughs> like a quiet person. We like right. look at that and we're like, oh, we get it. That's what, remember the conversation we had where, like, oh, every romance story is told from the soft potato yeah. point of view, but never, like, sunshine, sunflower boy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never flipped. Right. But I feel like it was expected that it would be 
that Emil gets powers and then Brighton has to deal with that, mm-hmm. I think it would be really interesting to have if Brighton were to be the one to get powers mm-hmm. and then how he would deal it. Because clearly, like, he's really aggressive. He's power hungry really in general. Wants to be, like, literally famous and, like, not iconic, but, like, what's the other? He wants to be, like, legendary. Legendary. Legs and dairy. <laughs> he wants to be legs and dairy, honey. <laughs> but, like, infamous. Yeah, there he we go. He really craves that kind of Infamy. fame. And yeah. it would be, like, a really interesting story to watch him have those powers and kind of, like, because I feel like he would almost force his way into the group of the other celestials. And then maybe to see what, like, Emil would do. Because the only reason that... Brighton, like, becomes part of their team is because he basically, like, talks himself onto it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Emil is very much like, I'm not going with you guys because once his powers arise, then the other Celestials are like, you come with us, we're going to, like, help you learn how to control them. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going with you unless I can bring my brother. Yeah. But he says that because he knows Brighton wants to be a part of all of this, and he's so obsessed with it. Yeah. So. He also, I think, he needs that person to, like, hold his hand. Right, he's like scared to do it by himself. Yeah, and I don't think Brighton would need that. So I feel like, what would Emil do? Like like, Emil would probably go with him because he would be worried about him. Yeah, but it would just be a completely different story. I feel like it would be really interesting. One of the chapters, Brighton, like when Brighton's talking about going to school in California, Mm. like I forget which school it is, but like Mm -hmm. he's going to school in California for like video stuff, and he Mm -hmm. wants to like film while he's there. Mm -hmm. He literally says he's like, I'm just gonna leave Emil here, and like. You know, I'm going to go my own way and do my own thing. And he's mm-hmm. going to need to grow without me. Mm-hmm. Just like I need to grow without him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, this is like the worst set of twins ever. <laughs> and because usually in like twin stories, like especially like let's look at like you know, the Weasley twins. I'm sorry this keeps happening. But like, look no. at them. They're incapable of, you know, doing things separately. Mm-hmm. But they lean into that. Whereas mm-hmm. like there's obviously like twins I know that's like you have a twin. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've never met them. That's strange. Yeah. Whereas, like, there are just like every spectrum. Just like you know, I have a million siblings. Uh huh. And it's like we don't all we're not up each other's asses all the time. Mm-hmm. That was my that was my take. I I liked where the story's going, and I'm ex- I'm hoping that there's going to be more because I want to see more. But mm-hmm. it really was just. Maybe in book two, Brighton uh, will be the person that has like. Well, the I'm powers. also yeah. I also feel like there was a. There felt like there was, like, a dynamic... Ha- because... No... Not to spoil anything, but, like, I mean, obviously, like, there's, like, almost, like, a montage of moments where Emil's training, mm-hmm. learning how to use their powers, and I, like... Brighton's, like, clearly, like... Because you get each... You get chapters bounce around between characters' mm-hmm. perspectives, so you get to hear their internal monologue, and there is a lot of, like, anger that starts to build up with Brighton where he wants to... Um, where he's just jealous of Emil, and he, like, wants powers, and I, like, feel like... It could be, like, we could have something later where he gets powers or something happens. Um, I don't know. But then again, supervillain. But, like, and that's the thing. The thing that Adam Silvera does really well is the different points of view. Yeah. Like, every one of his books that I've read, if I remember correctly, if not, like, some some of them, a lot of them lately, I feel like, will be, like, okay, this chapter is this person, and then maybe the next chapter is two, and then, like, the third chapter will be someone else Mm -hmm. to explain something. But that's, like, when we're reading, say, like, Rainbow Rowell's books, and it's like, oh, my God, Simon was a breakup with me, and then, like, (laughs) 
Baz is like, or Simon's like, wow, I'm really thinking about donuts right now. Yeah. It's like, it's literally that where we see like <laughs> Emil's training and he's like, I'm really glad like Brighton's getting videos of this. This is going to be so good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to give him something to like feel good about. Mm-hmm. And Brighton's sitting there like, I bet he did like, did he just figure out he could do that? Or did he know the whole time? And how long has he been keeping it from me? I bet he's laughing at me right now. Yeah. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Super villain. Like, so, <laughs> like, so bad. You, who knows? I, maybe. But, yeah. like, so bad. So bad. Yeah. I literally, I mean, Brighton seems cool, but, like, at the same time, like, I don't like him. Chaotic YouTuber energy. No, and I think that's why. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there going, like, okay, like, I get it. Yeah. He probably does 3 a.m. challenges <laughs> on his channel. He's probably done, like, a 24-hour challenge. Yeah. But it's only, like, actually 12. <laughs> Where he, he, he keeps a mascara on for 24 yeah. hours. 24-hour <laughs> challenge. I'm going to be in this grocery store for 24 hours. Goes in when it opens, leaves when it closes. 24 hours, kids. <laughs> well, um. No, I would actually love to, like, know what's on his channel. But his channel is called Celestials of New York, so he always does, like, celestial stuff. Uh-huh. And I think the first thing that made me dislike him was when he goes to, like, meet his fans, and there's not enough of them there. Uh-huh. That, hurt, like, hurt me. Yeah. Team 10. Yes. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's, like, I would, I think my, like, heart broke because, like... I can imagine, like, throwing, like, a, wanting to, like, throw a get-together and, like, mm-hmm. not as many people come to, like, say you're having a house party uh-huh. and three people show up. Granted, uh-huh. that's three people you invited. That's great. Yeah. At the same time, I'd be, like, kind of upset if, like, more people didn't come. Uh-huh. Especially if I, like, made merch to sell to them. <laughs> Are we throwing a house party? <laughs> yeah. <Are laughs> a you, super lit house party. I would really like to throw, like, a queer prom and, like, donate the proceeds to the Attic Foundation. That would be really fun. I, I've wanted to do that since year two of this. It's just, it's very expensive, and I don't make a lot of money. It is very expensive. We don't have enough patrons for that. <laughs> it's strange how we have a Patreon. And you're not on it. What's up with that? Why don't you follow us on Patreon? You should go do that. Please. We have two different tiers, where one is... You help us make this podcast, you know, possible. And the second tier is we actually do a shout out to you for, you know, making this podcast even more possible. So if you ever want to, you know, be one of our patrons, and we also do like special Patreon like content, <laughs> you should go hit us up at patreon.com backslash podcast. Wow. That I, was like a seamless. That was really vlog. good. I'm really proud of myself. I think. <laughs> Like a ghost just possessed us. I could be possessed by insert character's name here that I won't spoil. I was going to say that was as seamless as Julian Salamata's intros (laughs) that he does on their podcast. Amazing. They're they're really good when he does them. It's funny. Anyway. um, I would be really interested to see. Like, I, I think it's so amazing that there's more than just one queer person in the story. Also, I wanted to touch on that. Uh-huh. Um, that was nice. Yeah, exactly. Appreciated that. And it's it's not... I think it would be inappropriate for something of, like, this story of, like, this specific kind of magnitude uh-huh. to be, like, romance-focused. Yeah. Because it's, like... I the, Sometimes when I'm, like, doing things like playing Legend of Zelda, and it's, like... Okay, yeah, like, this character clearly has, like, feelings for Link, but Link is like, no, I have a duty. 
Link is just like a little non-binary asexual nugget totally. that just wants to fight Ganon. And probably he wants to rehydrate Ganon. He wants to rehydrate Ganon because he's curious, um, as I am too. And then also like date a shark prince, but like in a casual way. Yeah, you know, nothing too serious. Two um, dicks—that's too many. No, and then also just like hang out and be like sometimes be like a lady in the desert. Yeah. Haven't we all wanted to be a lady in the desert? No time for romance. No, not at all. And that's the thing, like, I respected (laughs) that this book, like, has it in there, but it's not like, this is the main focus. Because that's not, I don't think that's a I I thought it was, like, really realistic, too, because there's, like, really dramatic moments. Uh And then, like, me, I'll just be like, oh, that guy's really hot. (laughs) Like, I just almost died, but he's, like, got really nice abs. And it's just kind of like... (laughs) Yeah, that's what a teenager would do. Would be like, well, just I just a almost- teenager. I literally almost <laughs> tweeted. I almost tweeted at an author the other day, and I won't say which one. <laughs> no. Was talking about like, I literally was thinking about like if an author came to my high school, because you know how like authors will go to schools. If I had met like a lot of the authors that we've interviewed, just because a lot of them are very smart too, and I find that like very attractive. Hmm. Um, first of all, your book is amazing. You're attractive. You're very smart. Like, my head would have exploded. You know what I would have done? I probably would have just walked up to them and go... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do that anyway. Yeah. I, like... Ryan LaSalle is our friend, and I'm like... Because, like, Ryan is, like, a very, like, intense person. Well... I don't mean, like... No, but can we, like... You know what I'm saying? Like... (laughs) I met my friend's boyfriend what? once, and I was like, <laughs> because I'm like, oh my god. But, like, well, that's the we, thing. When we met Ryan, he, like, ran up to you and hugged you and was like, oh my god. And then he looked at me and goes, you look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm extremely introverted, and yeah. I, like, don't interact with people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, and that's the thing. It's but like. <laughs> that, that, I have that energy. No, and you know what's funny? Um. It was either Olivia or Emily was like, do it, tweet at them and say that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I I need to be a professional. I cannot name names because like I can't be horny on Maine. Because not I, anymore. No, just not in general. Well, because my mom has access to my Twitter. <laughs> no, um, she would respect that. She would be supportive. She knows I'm trying to sell my oats. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, she she's always like, what? It, like, she asked me. Who was it? Oh my god. Tom, Tom Ryan is married. Uh-huh. Also lives in another country. Uh-huh. Anytime we have an author on, she's like, oh, like, they seem nice. Like, they're very smart. They sound handsome. I'm like, mom, they're married. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like... But uh, the- they open? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's the thing. She's, like, immediately disappointed. And I'm like, mom, stop. I yeah, love well, it, though. I, I respect that's that like the men- for her. I feel like that's the mental... This is, like, a weird stretch. Yeah. But I feel like I never had that thought process where I was like, oh, this person who is like somewhat like famous or, or mm-hmm. famous is like available even slightly. Yeah, no, that's they're not. never. No. I would never. I would never. No, exactly. And that's the thing <laughs> I'm like, like. My brain doesn't work that way. No, it's like, oh my God, no, never. Like yeah. we interviewed Ryan. She listened to the, the episode and she goes, oh, you guys had such a fun time. I'm like, mom, we're not dating. Wow. And she's like, why not? I'm like, Ryan's my friend. Oh, my dad also was like, that last interview you did was like really nice. With <laughs> like, Ryan? Yeah. He was like, he was like, it was, it seemed like a really fun time. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan is a fun time. But like, that's my friend. 
Anyway. Um, I respect my friendships and don't try to fuck my friends. You know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I can't, Olivia or Emily, I can't remember. They're like, oh, you should do it. I'm like, no, I can't. I have to be respectful. Also, like Whenever. I would like to be taken seriously. Yeah. So like I can jokingly tweet because I'm a gay chaos void that yeah. like, oh my God, you're so attractive. My head would have exploded. Mm-hmm. But like, and that's like to every author ever in general. They're all, they're all hot. Yeah. It's very annoying. <laughs> if you it's, write books, you're hot. Those are the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make them. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry about it. I mean, Adam Silvera is really cute. Look at him. Also, look at this, like this picture. Nug. Yeah. Heartthrob. Truly. Wow. <laughs> but, um, that's not why we're reading this book. We just, like, went on a wild Yeah, I'm so adventure. sorry. We're gonna just edit everything. It's fine. You're in charge of cutting out as much of whatever you what just, just said. What I just myself with? Yeah, it, depending on, like, what you want the world to know about how thirsty you are for authors. I just really like books. <laughs> I just think they're neat. I'm just here for the articles. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, uh... I really would love for you to read the other Adam Silvera books. They're mm-hmm. really amazing. Um, and I think he's he's very, very good at building worlds, as you can see. Um, but mm-hmm. he's never gotten, like, another... Not gotten, like, not like he can't, but he's never done a book and then did, a, like, a, not like, a follow-up to it, like a part two. Yeah. So I can't imagine with any of the other books, like, what he would have done. Some of them, like, I think the story, History is All You Left Me, I think that's, like, completely encompassed. So, like, I don't think that would need a second book. But, like, having, like, uh, like a an, like another story and, like, they both die at the end that maybe follows different characters, like, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I'm hoping... I, I can't imagine there wouldn't be a follow-up to this book. Yeah, if there isn't, like... Something's wrong. Yeah. No, but I think there would be something wrong if it didn't get a, a second book. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure, sure. Um, who was one of your favorite characters, and why? <laughs> I like the shifter. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, they're called Ness in the book. Right. Ness. Yeah. Also, and that's definitely... In, Adam Silvera is such a dork. That's a nod to Homebound. Okay. Or like, Earthbound. Okay. Sorry. Wow. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a nerd. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. I couldn't. <laughs> Mother 3. I couldn't. <laughs> After, like, because there is a, because there's like a chunk of the book where mm-hmm. they're just like a shifter. You don't know their name. And yeah. then they say their name is Ness. And I was just like, <laughs> could only see a small boy in a striped <laughs> With a bat. shirt. I mean, like, hey, <laughs> Be gay fire! That one. Yeah, yeah, that's literally all I was. It's a shame that they don't have a secondary ability, which is throwing thunderbolts of fire. That would, I mean, there, can it happen? At one point, there's a wand that's being used, so like, who knows? To be honest. Oh yeah. Also, I love how many things are in this universe. Mm-hmm. I like that it's an established universe. Like everyone knows about these these people, these creatures. I love that phoenixes and like hydras and like I don't know. I almost said mockingbirds, wow, Um, are just, like, parts of the fabric of this universe. And the cool thing about this is that it takes place in New York. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, a world we know, but different. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that, like, Adam is really good at doing, 
is taking this idea of, like, say, New York, because I think a lot of his books take place in New York, having this idea of, like, New York, and then, like, flipping it. Mm-hmm. And I think, who, there's an author that uses the same place every time he writes a book. Is it Stephen King? Stephen King. Is it, like, the same town in Maine? Yeah, he writes, like, pretty much everything's, like, focused in the same part of the Maine. Holly Black is, like, a really good fantasy mm-hmm. YA author. She's actually from Jersey, and a lot of her books like take place in jersey that's cool it's like jersey well she does she, she mostly she, she writes like fantasy has to do with like fake creatures so mm-hmm. it's a lot of like going through like portals into like the oh the holland realm. tunnel yeah um but like a lot of her books were like no they start in jersey mm-hmm. it's very fun the book that the book <laughs> well the thing that i was writing takes place in philly because i know philly so well Right. So, like, that's, like, what I know. So, like, I completely understand, like, writing what you know. Also, there's a TV show. Philly is mentioned, like, three times in the book, and then we don't go to Philly. Maybe in the second book we will. mad about it. (laughs) What, uh... I want to see Gritty. (laughs) You want to (laughs) see... Gritty is a celestial. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing, though. Yeah. What would Gritty's power be? Anti-fascism? Yeah. Yeah, punching Nazis? He eats Nazis. His jaw unhinges and then, like, a black (laughs) hole is just in his mouth and he Um, eats Nazis. Uh, Dustclops does that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That Pokemon does that. So he's just Dustclops. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite character in the book, I feel like I'm so, like, beige. Um, I really liked Atlas and I really Mm -hmm. liked uh, Emil. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, like... Maribel and Iris more. I t- typically don't like the name Iris. Yeah. I feel like they just, like, were always fighting. They were always fighting, Every and I completely understand in, because, like, I was like I don't. Th- this person wants to prove this thing happened. This other person is like, okay, you're doing that, but I don't get to do, I don't get to mourn. Yeah. You get to mourn and be nuts, and I can't do that because one of us has to hold everyone together, and it's not fair that you're the one that's allowing yourself time to grieve and to like look for this thing that happened and like fawn not fawn over but like pour yourself over this like clip that like Mm -hmm. might prove something that no one believes but like i have to hold every single thing together and i'm i'm also broken and you won't let me be yeah like that's i think the coolest power in the in the book i think is ava's Mm -hmm. i think healing powers in general are really cool Mm. And it's different than, like, other healing powers. I'm trying to think about everyone's powers and what would be fun. If you had a power, what would it be? Teleportation would be so nice. Yeah. Or, like, flight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm boring. I don't I think that's be, boring. I just want to be able to go places faster. Yeah, I don't, I I don't think traveling. that's boring. Um, I feel like the caveat to, like, being able to teleport, you would have to, like, think of the place and yeah. then do it. Dimension door. Yeah. Well, in the TV show Lock and Key or whatever on oh, Netflix. I've always been watching that. I haven't seen so it. So really yet. funny, that's the town that that's like in uh-huh. is what Tom Ryan based um Camera Cove off of. Okay. Um so like he's he tweeted about it. He's like this is these like cliffs and like these uh caves are exactly what I was like referencing. Oh yeah, there's like a whole scene where they're like in some like fucking sea caves. Hi. Chicken's here. Hello. You don't normally like me, so I'm just going to sit still. She doesn't like anyone. Yeah, but I don't want to, like, upset her. Chicken. Oh. That was strange. I got one pet in. <gasps> wow. That's more than I've gotten in a few years. A blessing. You used to let me pet you when you were a kitten. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's really cool that uh, like that's something that's come up. But also, in that there's like a a teleport the anywhere key mm-hmm. where you have to put it into a door and you have to think of the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to I guess really want to go there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be the kind of like caveat to the power of like teleportation. It's like you have to like be able to like envision it mm-hmm. completely, and like really want to go there. So it can't just be like, I'm going to Paris. Ha! Huh. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how, uh, <laughs> that's how the spell dimension door works in D&D. <laughs> you have to be able to visualize it or have been there before so you know exactly where you're, like, teleporting yourself. That's cool. It's great. Um, I think, I know that I'm, like, a irrational person, so if I had, like, a fire ability, that wouldn't be good. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like that would be the thing that I would like to have. I do love, um... Like, a firepower that, like, hurts people. Yeah. I mean, like, it, like the human torch is cool and all, but, like, the idea of, like, you having a power like that, but, like, if you use it for too prolonged period, then, like, you also, like, retain burns is, mm-hmm. like, a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Oh, also, mm-hmm. my, like, one note that I had that I wanted to talk about slightly was, um, I think, speaking of powers... Having, like, a shape-shifting character mm-hmm. in that is, like, in a queer narrative is yeah. just, like, so fascinating to me and, like, such a good... It's just a really good concept. No, especially because, um, like, he that's something that he talks about, this person who's a person of color. Uh-huh. You know, talks about morphing into, like, a white man so he can, like, walk freely. Blend into, like, a crowd and leave the building yeah. at one point and, like, not be bothered. Yeah. And then... Also, I was trying... Because I was, like, thinking about it, like, more towards the end. hmm Well, no, I guess there is one point where he transforms into a female character. Yes. But um, I was, like, trying to keep track of, like what, like, kind of people that he, like, turned himself into and, like, gender and, like, all that stuff. Because that's just fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, his, his power... Uh, I love a shapeshifter. Yeah, truly. They're always, like... Oh, I always like a shapeshifter in, in any, like, in any fantasy mm-hmm. situation. It's, like, a really good time. Would you be a shapeshifter? It sounds like you like them enough. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Are you kidding me? Okay, not to bring up Harry Potter again, but mm-hmm. Tonks being able to Tonks just, like, change my hair. Tonks is the queerest any... coded <laughs> character I've ever being read able about. able to just change your appearance, like, when you're, like, bored and you're like, I don't know, I want pink hair right now. This is fucking cool. Every queer person ever. I have, my, not to bring up D&D again, but one of my current character uh, that we're, like, in playing in my main campaign mm-hmm. is, like, a tiefling that I've given a broody backstory to, so he always disguises himself because he doesn't like his horns. Oh, a little demon baby. Love that. Um, I uh, yeah, I like put all of his like focus and his like um like magic powers into like manipulation and being able to like deceive people so he can keep like uh like a mask up at all times. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Love that journey for me. Um, I feel like that's something that I would like. Personally. I love. I just like. Lo- I just love a shapeshifter because then also you have the element of like, can't trust nobody because yeah. you're the fuck. Like you don't know if this person is that person or anything mm-hmm. like that. And the shapeshifter doesn't like trust anyone ever anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. Love I, mystique. 
Oh my god, yeah. Queen. A queen. A, a true queen spelled K W E N. Queen. Um, mm-hmm. That's how I like to spell queen at least. Um, <laughs> also, I love the fact that they use the phrase queen pin in this book multiple times. <laughs> I just, the way that Adam Silvera writes is really. Uh, I, I don't say I have favorite authors. Like, I don't. I would put Adam Silvera in, like, my top whatever of, like, authors. Just because every one of their books I've had, like, a positive experience with. Even though a lot of them are very, very upsetting. Uh-huh. Because they're, you know, they talk about, you know, a lot of things that are troublesome. Distressed. Yeah. You know, and they, they focus around, like, young queer kids living in a city. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, living in California. I think that's, like, the other end. Okay. Um, but a lot of them raise the question, like, if you could get rid of a memory to make your, like, do you think that you would be happier? No. If there was, like, one thing that, like... <laughs> kind of fucked your life up to the point you were like, I want to get rid of this. Would you do that? But you also forget that you got rid of it, too. I don't think anything, any situation that I've had in my life where the, like, memory is, like, I would want to get rid of the memory also Mm -hmm. isn't something that it, like, externally affected enough that just getting rid of the memory would get rid of it. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, a, a memory doesn't have, doesn't cause an effect. Mm-hmm. It's like all the things that happen because of what I don't know. Maybe like some movies I've seen, like I'll want to, like I'd want to unwatch because they were just bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like it's something like maybe I guess you could do it like that, but it's like something a little bit more serious, right? But that, but yeah, but that's like the thing is like I can only think of like dumb shit that'd be like, well, I yeah. just like didn't really like that movie, and I would yeah. be okay like not seeing it because anything else, if that was more serious, be like, well, it wasn't like. The memory of the thing happening, it's all the things that happened because of the thing. Yeah. It's, like, the extended experience and, like, the effects that it had. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not... It, like, raises... Like, especially for, like, young people, like, some, a book like that... I'm sorry we're talking about, like, his entire work at this point. <laughs> but, like, raising the question of, like, do you want to forget that you're queer? As an adult... No, because it took so long to figure that out. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but, like, as an adult, <laughs> like, you saw a lot of what I went through. <laughs> Like, that wasn't... The haircuts alone. <laughs> the hairstyles alone. I had to figure out what I wanted, and now I'm that bitch. But, like, you saw a lot of, like, what I was going through. I was, like, kind of miserable a lot. Mm-hmm. But, like, as an adult, I would never want to forget that I was queer. But, like, as a teenager going through, it's like, I wish everyone would forget that I was queer. And also, I wish that I could, like, behave differently. Mm-hmm. I really couldn't. Because mm-hmm. I'm kind of a flaming homosexual. Yeah, but I feel like that's a whole... That's, like, removing a part of your personality. Yeah, that's, like... This is the thing, like, books... Like, his books raise those questions. That's wild. And, like, if you had one... Let's say one day to live, what would you do with it? I would probably just have an anxiety attack all day, and I would be paralyzed with That fear. is exactly what one of the characters does. Yeah, I would be paralyzed But with here's fear. the thing, though. Do you want something in the place that, like, you love to kill you? So like one of your cats finally kills you. I, you trip over one of your cats. I, and like I die would be, at the bottom I would of the be paralyzed with fear I wouldn't get out of bed. You'd have a, a heart attack in your Probably, bed. Probably, yeah. yeah. Because so like I would this be is the thing. Terrified. Like, th- th- his books raise questions like if you could like if this is a thing, would you do it? If this is like if you have one day left to live, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. If you and like if you have the ability to like steal 
like magical energies from like phoenixes and like you know creatures never like, heard an animal no and that's the thing like would you do it in that no exactly <laughs> i was just telling um our manager ben uh-huh. um they said oh i like your camel hair jacket i was like oh i don't think it like i the color is camel i don't think it's camel hair because it's just wool which i've I, never heard camel hair jacket no and that's like that's a thing so okay. like a lot of like there's like a lot of coats that look like that sometimes they will be like they'll call be be called camel hair. Uh huh. But my thing is, okay, are we shaving the camel or are we killing the camel for the hair? So is it like a sheep situation where we're like shearing them and they're fine, they don't die? I don't know. Camels have really short hair. That's the thing. So I'm like, oh, I don't think I'd want that because we'd probably have to kill the animal for it. Oh no. Exactly. So, like, it just made a lot of his work makes you think about questions like that. It's very different from books that we read where it's, like, we we read a lot of, like, YA, like, coming-of-age stories or, like, romance novels. Right. This isn't that. Right. And I I think that's why I like Adam's work so much because, like, some of it will be, like, a romance novel, but it's, like, it's, like, oh, dog barking. It's, like, the back seat, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. The front seat is, like, you have a minute to live. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like who are you gonna call first? Like things like that. It's like oh my god, mm-hmm. and it makes it it makes you like try to answer uncomfortable questions. Mm-hmm. And I kind of love that they're just really well written. That dog is <laughs> try, is mad at me for saying this. Yeah, the dog. Me, and that dog. <laughs> <laughs> but like his work is so enjoyable that it's like, okay, yeah, I guess I can be asked these questions. I don't know how to answer them. Yeah. And sit here and say, like, oh, I'll, like, oh, I'll, get, I'll go fly somewhere. Or, like, I'll go, like, meet Gritty before I die. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I want Gritty to kill me. <laughs> Gritty probably would. No, it would be the other thing. The fucking, uh, the Philly, Philly, fan- yeah. Philly fanatic. Yeah, Philly fanatic. You just put its fucking tube over my yeah, head just and I die. It honks as you die. Oh. Yeah. Um, Woof. No, and I, I really like magical creatures. And I like... For me as an adult, like as a kid, I saw myself in Harry Potter because I felt like I looked like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. In Infinity Sun, I see like queer people who are like trying to thrive mm-hmm. and like live their lives as human beings. And I feel like that's also like an allegory to like the queer community. Like we're human beings. Right. Why do we have to consistently prove to you that we're people? Right. And we deserve to be treated thusly. Celestials. Right. Not. A, yeah. You know? We're getting blamed for something that we didn't do. We were just born that way. Truly. Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's clinical depression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trixie. Care <laughs> um, for a fucking? <laughs> I hate that I turned away from you and turned back to you to do that. Um, do you have anything else to add? That's all I had to add. It, that was like Are My you- last note was just about like... Are you interested in another book for If there is going to be a sequel, I'm going to fucking walk up to his front door. <laughs> Kick the front door open. I don't know. You have one minute to live. Where's the next book? <laughs> um, no, I want another one. We need another one if it's us. We need yeah. another Infinity Sun. And we need another, well, whatever after Wayward Sun is happening. We got some books we need follow-ups to. Also, we need Surrender Your Sons right now, Adam Adam Sass. Surrender Your Sons. <laughs> surrender <to us>. Your Book. <laughs> surrender Your Book. All also, right. Caleb Rohrig. Also, Tom Ryan. 
But also, everyone, can you take a year off of writing? Because I got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> I mean, like, also that. I fucking, like, I had, I went to brunch with some friends and they gave me, like, three more books to read. And I was like, I don't have the time. Yeah, and, like, we just got a tweet about, like, do we take suggestions? And I'm like, yeah. I would love to take a suggestion. Also, like, things like, you know, we got told about Bloodsport mm-hmm. uh, by Tosh McAdams, I think. Yeah, Tosh McAdam. Um, and, like, we added that to our list. Yeah. Um, and it's from Orca. Orca Soundings, the publisher. Um, we love getting suggestions. We literally beg for suggestions. Right, and now there's too much and we're <laughs> <Yeah>. overwhelmed. <laughs> there's only two of us. Ooh. And I can only read so fast. Yeah. Because I'm... I am, fortunately can hit the 1.5 speed time on my books. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I don't want my, my art being time consumed in a fast way. Sometimes you gotta speed to the end. Sometimes you gotta it. go fast. How did you feel about that ending? We don't have to say what it is, but how do you feel about it? Oh, I was upset. Really? I was upset because it stopped where it stopped. I was not upset mm. about what was happening. I was excited about what was happening. I was like, fucking yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking trauma. And then the book Bring- closes itself. <laughs> no, okay. Your phone shuts no, off. I was li- so I was listening to an audiobook, uh-huh. and the thing happens, uh-huh. and then it was just like, Thank you for enjoying this audiobook. And you just by, like that, or like it was like that has been Infinity Sun by Adam Silver. And it was like, I'm sorry, what? That wasn't the end of a chapter. Well, that was the end I of felt, the book. How do you think I felt when I'm sitting? I literally finished. Did this you last like look to see Kara's if pages apartment. had been ripped out? No, I was like, okay, I know it's 353 pages. I think or like 354. Uh-huh. 353. Wow, I'm insane. I knew that, <laughs> um, but like. I checked to see what page it ended so I could tell myself how much I had to read per night. Yeah. I finished this last night and I'm getting to like the last ones and like the acknowledgements is like a thicker section, which I really love. Uh-huh. Um, I, I adore how I feel like Adam Silvera's heart is very full of love for people who mm-hmm. like help him and just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he thanked like book bloggers. I've never read that in like an acknowledgements mm-hmm. page ever, but like, I knew that there was, like, a few pages of acknowledgments. So when I got to that, like, the second to last page, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. And then I flipped it. I was like, oh, my God. No, and that's the thing. Like, I think he set amazing groundwork. And I there has to be a book, too. I'm sure there is. If there isn't, I'm not joking. I'm coming to your house. So um, me posting thirsty things about authors is not allowed. You threatening, threatening the for a second book? That's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's that's exactly how you die on your death day. <laughs> they all fight back. All of the authors come together in like a Justice League situation. <laughs> oh no, I would love that. <laughs> to get dogpiled by all of them? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Can I join you? <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Here's a, here's a funny question for you. <laughs> yeah. The authors that we've interviewed. Uh-huh. Tell me why <laughs> why they're a super villain or a superhero no! and what powers they would have. <laughs> Tell me what powers they would have. Oh my god. Yes, this is fun. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like Ryan LaSalle is too powerful and is a pa- Ryan Lasala, without saying that he's posy, is posy. But <laughs> yeah. also is mystique. 
so Posey. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, ooh, good. No, very, because Mystique plays both sides. Yeah. Great. Ten but outside. also, Ryan Can Lasala I just, like, keeps Can I compare them to different X-Men? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I feel like Ryan Lasala would be, like, a Mystique. Mm-hmm. Could be a good bitch, could be a bad bitch. Yeah. We don't know. Got some, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fo- yeah. Faux show. Truly. Um, iconic fashion. Iconic. Truly. (laughs) I feel like Tom Ryan was too nice. Tom Ryan would be Cyclops. Tom Ryan, no, Cyclops is trash. Well, I I like Cyclops. In the movies, I think he, Um, in the movies, I think he's awful. Yeah. Because I also changed the actors for him like a million times. Whatever. But like, I like Cyclops. Ish. Some people like like white bread and that's fine. Um, I <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't be like a superhero supervillain, but he's like the person who's back at the base, like getting all of the stuff together and is like not directly in the fight, but is like, okay, I got all this new equipment for you. Also I'm gonna be your surveillance guy like on So he's the- Jeeves? No. <laughs> isn't isn't Batman's uh <laughs> Butler, the guy that... Alfred? Yeah, isn't he the one that makes the weapons? No. No, he the other guy does. Morgan oh, Freeman in sorry. the movies. I don't know, whatever. Um, but, like, in Kim Possible, the, like, her friend who has all the tech and is, oh, like, in yeah, yeah. the computer lab, like, that exactly. energy. Yeah. I don't know. Mason? You put me on the spot. <laughs> Mason, I feel like they would be... I feel like we'd have to be, like, fire. Because I feel like they're very sassy. <laughs> I could only but picture Mason. But I feel like Mason. it would be like, who who's the, Gambit is the one with the cards? Yeah. I feel like Mason's power would also be like snapping and like something magical happens. Luxord. Also, also Southern. <laughs> yeah. Luxord. And Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, Gambit. Bad card magic that will kill you. Gambit's powers is that just anything he can touch, he can turn into like an incendiary object. He prefers playing cards because he's from the South and he likes casinos. So I, I can't do like, occasion accent. I feel like that would be Mason. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would be very good at throwing flaming objects at people. I'm sorry, yeah. did you just say that? <laughs> I mean that in a good way. Uh, Gambit is my number one problematic fave. Have, Me- have loved Gambit since I was like five years old. Still love Gambit. Absolutely. If I'm going to be killed by any of them, trash. I would like for it to be Gambit. He's just like... He's just, like, a terrible person. He's, like, not a good partner, but he has a Cajun accent, and he can whip a card, and he's got, like, a good face, so, like... Yeah. Love Gambit. I also <laughs> <we> interviewed... <laughs> Paul. Paul. Oh, my gosh. What would Paul be? Like, the Hulk or something. Just, like, a really sweet, like, perfect person. Soft but the, man. A soft, good man, and then, like, you... You and wrong you them. do something to his friends, and he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Just, he, like, truly supportive. He's <laughs> truly very supportive and protective of us. I think he's our dead mother. Aww. <laughs> um, <laughs> Michael Nava. What does the Silver Surfer do again? Silver Surfer? Yeah. He's, he's a surfer. <laughs> I can't believe you just He's at me like an alien that. from space who can like surf around on a thing. Doesn't he doesn't he like stand for like justice or something? Probably. I'm, he's like an alien so he's probably got some beams shooting out of something and I feel like he, I don't know. Michael Nava the author that we just interviewed or like I was there for that. Um he's a very very sweet man. Um mm-hmm. and like truly such a sweetheart. Um also like very funny and also like writes extremely well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like who that would be. Professor Xavier. The Green Lantern. 
Oh, yeah. Because his whole thing is about justice. Oh. Yeah. Michael Nava's a lawyer. <laughs> so, like, it just oh. leads into that. Um, what would Adam Sass be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what would Caleb Rorick be? Oh. <laughs> Super villain. <laughs> <laughs> With a glass of wine. Cat oh, woman. my God. No. Catwoman. No, 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 no. No. You know who he would be? What? Emma Frost. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Body made of diamonds, here to fuck you up. Body by milk. <laughs> uh. It's body by milk, but it's the milf money video. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Adam Sass, who's always associated with Emma Frost? Cyclops. <laughs> Yikes. Um, no, also Phoenix, too, Jean Grey. Because they have very similar powers. Yeah. And except, then they both marry Cyclops. Is, yeah, except, <laughs> yes. um, except Emma Frost, uh, for some reason, becomes a diamond. Um, yeah. She got them diamond titties. Titty had a commission. I haven't told you that story yet. Oh, God. Oh. Um, it's awful. But uh, I'm trying to, I can't think of a... Kitty Pride. <laughs> Kitty Pride? Uh-huh. Um, Love that. Oh, maybe Tom would be Kitty Pride. Yeah? Yeah. Cause isn't Kitty like I a pacifist? She yeah she I mean she's also like yeah she's pretty much like a supporting mm-hmm. like role because she doesn't have like a very, um, mm-hmm. like uh, Why? offensive power. Offensive. Like oh. as opposed to de- as opposed like, to defensive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like wow. As opposed to defensive, she's yeah. very like offensive. She's yeah no, she's <laughs> she's passive. Yeah, um, is a better word for it. I think that's everyone we've done so far. I could be wrong. Oh, no, Zach Smedley. Oh, my God. How dare. No, I'm, I'm going through the Rolodex in my head without looking. Um, yeah. Zach, who I don't think I... Ryan and Zach the were the two funniest... The story about throwing the milk? Yes. <laughs> two funniest episodes, <laughs> I think, in my opinion. I, like, was sobbing. Um, um, I don't know. Troll beads. Troll beads? Wow. <laughs> I mean, troll beads is, like, pretty iconic. Okay, um... If you're going to throw strength, a glass of milk... Who's very strong and also um, very smart. Oh, wait. The, the whole. thing from Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. There because we go. Because he has... Like, that's just what he looks like. <gasps> Adam Sass can be Miss Fantastic. Uh, you mean the Invisible Woman? Yeah. Yeah. Very sassy. Very mm-hmm. blonde. But also, like... Who was the actress that just played her? I don't know. January Jones? No. No. Uh... Jessica Alba. Oh, she Boom. played her in the like. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's who I see. When like Chris Evans was also the Human Torch. Yeah, that's yeah, who I not see. Not the most recent one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's all of them. We did it. Yep, I feel wow. like yeah, we did Mason, we did Paul, we did Zach, we did Ryan. That's that's it. That's the tweet. Yeah, I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. R.I.P. to us. I can't talk about anything else without talking about spoilers. So go read the books. That's the thing that's so difficult about this. Yeah, go read the book. It's very good. Um, it it truly such a great fantasy novel. Mm Mm-hmm. And it takes place in like a real like a universe like we can see. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Loved it. Love that journey. That's everything. I think it. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that I threw us off completely this entire episode. That's fine. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Superlit Podcast. My name is Brendan Patrick. We got Sophie G. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
We got uh-huh. Chicken and Shadow. They're here. Yeah. Well, Chicken went back upstairs. Well, bye. Um, That's it. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Super Podcast. We'll we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Outro music.